This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Charlie Lee. He's the creator of Litecoin, the most popular alternative currency to Bitcoin. He was previously director of engineering at Coinbase, the most popular cryptocurrency wallet and exchange. Before joining Coinbase, he spent six years at Google working on YouTube Mobile, Chrome OS, and the Google Play Games platform. Charlie earned a bachelor's and master's degree in electrical engineering and computer science from MIT. Charlie, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure, definitely. All right, very good. So I was going to ask you, you know, Coinbase is very particular about the currencies it supports, and Litecoin is one of them. I was going to say, how did you get in? But I think I know now. Um. Well, I think Litecoin, the demand has always been there for people who don't want to buy Litecoin easily with um, with fiat currencies. So, and after Coinbase added it, it was pretty clear that that was the right decision as Coinbase is now making a lot of money from it, having like large trade volumes. So, and people really, um, really want to get their hands on Litecoin and be able to send it to others and use it as a wallet. So what is Litecoin at now? It's where it's the end of the year here in 2017. What's like, what are some of the key indicators you look at to measure the health of the coin? Um, well, a lot of people measure the health with the, the price of Litecoin. Um, so right now it's uh, a little bit over $60, um, three, $3 billion market cap. But to me, like the price doesn't matter because it's, it's kind of just all speculation right now. What matters is that Litecoin is on pretty much all the exchanges all the Bitcoin exchange, cryptocurrency exchanges, um, and it's being used uh, as a store value and as as payments. So what's important to me is just more people using it as a currency. Okay. And so how many total people are using it now today? Uh, it's pretty much impossible to, to figure that out. Um, so how do you know I mean, if it's working or not? Um, just kind of checking the pulse of people talking about it, seeing how many stores are accepting it. How many stores are accepting it today? Um, hard to tell. Like, I would say thousands. Come, I was going to say, come on, Charlie. You say that's what you track, and then you say hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's it's definitely not as much as Bitcoin, but it's it's get it's getting there. And we're, I mean, we're I'm happy to to kind of this is like a long term play, right? It's not like you either make it or you die within a year. So um, as long as we're around, we're being accepted in more and more places. I think we're on the right track. For folks that are brand new to cryptocurrencies, Charlie, can you explain in a, just a clear and really simplified way the difference between Litecoin and Bitcoin? Yeah, so um, the major difference is, is Litecoin is, is faster than Bitcoin in terms of transaction speed or blocks, block speed. And there's more um, amount of Litecoin out there. There's four times as many Litecoin units than Bitcoin. Um, Why is that important? 
just having more um it's kind of the the way the analogy that i use i've been using for years is litecoin is silver to bitcoin's gold so if if bitcoin is considered digital gold and litecoin is you can imagine think of it as digital silver where it's cheaper transaction fees are lower um you can use it to buy coffee or meals without having to pay a huge transaction fee and you would use um bitcoin more as a store value and for larger purchases so as you can see like today bitcoin transaction fees have gone up considerably um it's sometimes a dollar to even ten dollars to to send a bitcoin transaction and it's it's definitely worth it for people i mean people are using it people are paying that transaction fee for to send bitcoin transactions because bitcoin is in and still the most decentralized and secure and censorship resistant uh cryptocurrency out there so if you if you're paying like millions of dollars to buy a house you definitely want to use bitcoin because you get the most security but if you're just buying like coffee or buying a meal um you're happy using litecoin even though it's less secure um, it's still like extremely secure in terms of um cryptocurrency and it's also decentralized um and it's fast so that's the that's kind of like my vision of seeing litecoin and bitcoin working together to fulfill the needs of um cryptocurrency transactions so is it kind of like in you know my daily life if i go to cvs when i'm traveling to get a toothbrush or i'm eating out at a subway restaurant one night i might use again litecoin but when it comes time to like buy buy a house or buy another car you know i usually go to the bank and do a wire transfer on big stuff like that that's more like a bitcoin use case is that a good analogy um yeah it's a good analogy another analogy that people can think of is bitcoin would be your savings account and litecoin would be check your checking account Okay. So you would keep um, for long-term store of value. Bitcoin is definitely um, well, arguably better, and Litecoin is better for day-to-day use. Take me back. Well, first off, what year did you launch Litecoin in? 2011. Okay. And did you do that while you were at Coinbase or after you had left? No, this is before I even joined Coinbase. This was when I was at Google. Okay. So I joined Coinbase in 2013. So when you were at Google, you were working on, I believe, YouTube and YouTube mobile specifically. What did you read or what influenced you to go, wow, there's going to be a market here. I better go invent the silver version of cryptocurrency. Um, I mean, even even before joining Google, I've, I've done um, like commodities trading. I understand like um, the concept of gold and why that's uh, valuable and how that's like uh, good money versus fiat currency today. So I've always known that. And when I saw Bitcoin, I realized it's like a better version of gold. The only difference is there's no physical form of it. And because of that, people complain that there's no intrinsic value. But from what I can tell, it's it's actually just a better version of gold. It's gold where you can send instantaneously from one place to like the other side of the world for low fees. Right? I mean, even today, $10, that's like extremely low compared to like um, if you want to send like an ounce of gold from here to China, that's going to cost you a lot more than $10. So I see just uh, basically Bitcoin being like a super competitive version of gold and Litecoin, I want to position as like um, as silver. Well, again, though, what influenced you early on when you were still at YouTube to say, yeah, it's it's time to do this? You You saw at that time kind of transaction fees going up and that's really what drove you? Um. What drove me, I actually created Litecoin just for fun. Kind of just wanted to play around with it. Um, but I've kind of suspected all along that Bitcoin, there won't be just one cryptocurrency. Um, that Bitcoin, it's a um, kind of 
inevitable that the fees will go up because in order to stay uh, decentralized, uh, Bitcoin has to kind of err on the side of being um, decentralized, having smaller blocks and having higher fees than to go the other kind of the other route, which is to have large blocks, but having it more centralized. So if Bitcoin wants, it's kind of like you have to choose as the block rewards go down, you can't have the cake and eat it too. Initially, people were um, were spoiled where fees were low, transactions were fast, blocks were empty, and Bitcoin kind of satisfied both needs. And that, that's because of the block rewards. The block rewards were something that were the miners were getting for free, kind of, and that will reduce over time. Initially, it was 50 Bitcoins per block, and now it's only 12.5 Bitcoins Is per block. Is that because there's a set amount of Bitcoin available, and that's why as demand goes up, the price will go up? There's a set supply? Yeah, there's a set supply, and um, it's kind of, I my analogy for that, it's kind of like um, stock options. Initially, the company can give out a lot of stock options to their early employees, but as time goes on and the company gets bigger, um, the company is worth more, but they're giving out less and less stock options. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, and what is the, so when did you know it was time to quit Google and go all in on Litecoin? I did that in, um, well, I didn't go all in on Litecoin in 2013. I actually went all in on like cryptocurrency. Right? I figured out that um, I want to do, I want to spend my, my day job working on, on cryptocurrency, Bitcoin specifically at that time. Um, this is because even when I was at Google, I was spending a lot of my time, like kind of, um, in this space, thinking about Bitcoin, thinking about Litecoin. So I figured I should just do it full time. And Coinbase was one of the few companies that I thought had a lot of potential because they were trying to make Bitcoin easy for the average person to use. And Bitcoin, even today, it's it's really complicated stuff. It's hard for most people to understand how it works, why it works, what's all what's all the deal with all these recent forks and stuff. So making Bitcoin easy to acquire and spend and use was something that was needed and still needed. Um, and that's why I joined Coinbase. Did you take a pay cut when you did that? I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, at, at Google, the pay was good. The benefits were good. Um, what were you, was, do you mind me asking, Charlie, what were you making at Google? I want to understand what kind of pay cut you took. Um, I was making, uh, I was making $200,000 a year. Okay. And, um, and, and how big was your cut? Was it half that? It was, uh, okay, I'm trying to remember. It was, it was half that until I negotiated for more. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, that's a good measurement of like, okay, how serious was Charlie about Litecoin? Now you guys know, right? He took about a hundred grand a year pay cut before he said, okay, I'm worth a lot. I'm going to negotiate more. And then you leave. So you do work at Coinbase. When did you know well, it's the right time to leave Coinbase? Well, before that, not only did I take a pay cut, I also, instead of like a five minute commute, it became a 60 minutes commute. Woo. I was driving from um, Mountain View to the city to San Francisco. That's almost is- worse than the pay cut. Yeah, it is. It is pretty much worse than a pay cut. It was, <laughs> I was spending like two, three hours like commuting to work. So unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So, was, so, so what was, happens? How many years are you with Coinbase? I was at Coinbase with for almost four years. Um, I left Coinbase just um, middle of this year. Just recently, here in 2017. Yes. Why? Um, I figured it was time for me to get back into um, focusing on Litecoin, which is the coin I created. Um, and it was, I think, I thought it was a good time to, for me to really spend time on Litecoin. 
Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Now, Charlie, you have to forgive me for this question, but or maybe not really. Maybe you'll never forgive me, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> You've obviously done well, right? I mean, I see like a $10,000 restoration hardware chandelier hanging behind you. I just bought the same one. I love it so much. But like you're doing well, right? How do you – most people I talk to who don't know crypto, they think – well, if I do crypto, I'm just making the early people billionaires and really rich. And I don't want to help them get rich. Like, so I'm not going to do it. How do you fight that stigma? Like, what would you tell people who would tell you that? Um, well, I mean, it, you can make anyone can invest in, in crypto, right? So people who invest in crypto were spending their own money on something that was risky. I mean, buying Bitcoin and Litecoin was really risky. It could easily go to zero. Even today, I tell people like, don't spend money you're not willing to lose. Like Bitcoin and Litecoin could crash ninety percent. So is that how, how do you make money on Litecoin? Is it, is it only if the value goes up, or do you have other deals with Coinbase where you take a cut of transaction fees and all that kind of stuff? I mean, for me, it's only if the value goes up. Like I have an investment in Bitcoin and Litecoin, and if the value goes up, I make money, and that's true for most people. Um, yeah, and if and, and you have the largest it, holding, right? I imagine since you created the thing, you probably no, got. No, no, definitely not. I don't have. I definitely don't have the largest holding. I know quite a few people who have more Litecoin than me. And why is and that? I, well, I created Litecoin, but I didn't like pre-mine coins. I didn't create coins for myself, right? I had to, I had to mine the Litecoins um, or buy the Litecoins off exchange, just like anyone else. But and I obviously believe in it more than a lot, a lot of other people because I created it. Um, so I was there in the beginning, <laughs> right in the beginning, obviously. So I had a chance to to buy a lot of Litecoins at, at a lower price. And what um, is that, Charlie, is that like a startup? Like when you say you created Litecoin, you know, a lot of founders of SaaS startups, when they create their company, they create a par value that's very, very, very small, 0. 0.0001 cents. They, you know, they, they create 2 million shares. You know, they give their founder a million shares and they keep a million for a 50-50 split, but they pay very little for it. Is is it the same kind of an analogy? No, not. It's quite different, actually, because Litecoin and Bitcoin, the coins were created by mining. So when I launched it, there were zero Litecoins out there. You had to actually spend uh, computational resources to mine a coin. So that costs money, right? So whoever's mining it is paying electricity costs. Even today, you're paying electricity costs to mine Bitcoin and Litecoin. So they're paying electricity costs to mine Litecoin, and then there's a market that forms to decide how much a Litecoin is worth. Um, so, like, I don't control any of that, right? So yeah. I can, if it's if I think that Litecoin is undervalued, I would buy some, 
right? If I think it's overvalued, I might sell some, just like any other trader or, or investor. Now, you create the mathematical equation though, that determines how much is available, correct? Yeah, it actually follows a schedule that is uh, very pretty much identical to Bitcoin because I didn't want to change what I know is not broken. Like I'm not just going to change some, tweak some numbers just because I feel like it. So I kept it very similar to Bitcoin where every four years the, the reward halves. So, as, so I, it has enough like um, runway to succeed, right? If you make it um, half too, too soon, then the coin, before it succeeds, the rewards will run out. Yep. Like you're, you're overpaying the earlier miners then. So in, then in terms of keeping the code up to date and keep the community strong, like is, this a, have, is there a company around this? And have you raised capital, like traditional capital for the company? How are you funding all this? Yeah, so um, just this year, we we created a, a Litecoin Foundation, a nonprofit organization that takes um, donation and we do we sell merchandises to try to raise funds. And all we do is we use that fund to pay for developers or take, to pay for members of the to help Litecoin, to help promote Litecoin, to help develop Litecoin. What's your team size we, today? Our team size is uh, five core members. Um, Various degrees of how, like depending on how much they work. A lot of a lot of our um, team members are actually most of them are uh, volunteers, right? We don't pay them a lot. Um, we don't pay them anything, and they work on it because of their passion. The developers you have, what are they working on developing? Like, there's not a website to maintain or anything like that. Are they like keeping hackers out, or what are they doing? Well, there's a few things we develop. So we develop like the mobile wallet. We have a uh, iOS, Android wallet, low wallet. Um, that we're developing. We also keep uh, developing on the core protocol. So because um, we keep Litecoin and Cobase very close to Bitcoin so that we can um, basically take all the improvements of Bitcoin and add it to Litecoin without too much trouble. So we keep that very close. We keep it up to, up to date. So when code gets checked into Bitcoin, we um, merge into Litecoin. And we also try to... Um, Get stuff into Litecoin even before it's it's live on Bitcoin. For example, this year we we activated Segwit, which is a huge improvement to the protocol on Litecoin before it activated on Bitcoin. And actually, our work I believe helped it get activated on Bitcoin to show that Segwit is actually a good upgrade and has none of the um, fear that people associate with it. Last question, Charlie, before we wrap up with the famous five. Back in late August, Litecoin spiked up to about 81 bucks, right? It's about 60-ish now. Why did it spike in August? What's your best guess? Um, the thing with cryptocurrency is it's always like, it's all speculation, right? Um, back in August, uh, people, there were probably people afraid of the Bitcoin hard fork. Litecoin was a good hedge against that. So... Um, People started buying up Litecoin and it kind of snowballed and kind of shot up. And then it found it's kind of the right level right now. And who knows what's going to happen? Like this, this has happened to Bitcoin and Litecoin all the time where it can shoot up all of a sudden and it can. It, By the way, it was $3 in January this year. So good, yeah. mo good momentum, Charlie. Let's, yeah. wrap, let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are quick answers. Number one, what's your favorite uh, cryptocurrency book? Cryptocurrency book, um, I would say Mastering Bitcoin by um, Antonopoulos. Mastering Bitcoin. Number two, is there a CEO or a leader you're following or studying? Um, no. Number three, uh, what is your favorite online tool? What kind of tool? 
Uh, any any tool you use to run and grow the company or the foundation? Um, Slack. Slack is a great uh, chat program to keep the community together. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, so on weekdays, I get four hours, four and a half. On weekends, maybe eight. <laughs> okay. And what's your situation, Charlie? Married, single? Do you have kids? I'm married. Any kiddos? Uh, yeah. Are, are, are they out of the house yet or are they young? Uh, they're young. They're young. Okay. So that might be contributing to very little sleep, huh? Yeah. How many, how many young ones do you have? Uh, two. Two. Okay. And uh, last question here. How old are you today, Charlie? I'm 40. All right. Take us back 20 years. What's something you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I mean, other than investing in Bitcoin and Litecoin. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So what I wish I knew. Um, I would say work on things you enjoy as opposed to things that make you money and money would come. There you guys have it from Charlie. Work on things you enjoy instead of things that make you money and the money will come. He was at Google many years ago when he started tinkering with Litecoin. He didn't say, I want to do this full-time. Joined Coinbase closer to 2013. Took a big pay cut to do it and tripled or quadrupled his commute time, which is a bigger deal. Now, obviously, Litecoin is growing from you know $3 back in earlier this year to about 60, 65 bucks today. It's really the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Charlie, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.